It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The return of Shauna Jefferson. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Tell us about your trip. Uh, it was... It was a bucket list trip for sure. It was crazy. So I went to this place called Chatter Creek. So it's a cat skiing operation. And so it's in Donald, B.C., uh, or just outside of Donald. It's basically in the middle of the woods nowhere. But you take a 20-minute helicopter ride into this lodge, and then you cat ski out from there. So it's a different world. It looked world. so like, cool. Oh, my God. There's there's no Wi-Fi there, no TVs, and you are truly like just surrounded by this huge amount of terrain and then the cats if you don't know what a cat is but it's that big groomer thing that drives you up a mountain but you all pop in the back of that and then they take you to just untouched powder (laughs) and they have so much terrain that every single run you do is just snow that has never been touched like you posted one video and it looked like it looked like you were at a dream yeah it was it didn't even look real it looked like something like you were dreaming it It was it's it was yeah that's kind of how i felt like the whole time you're just like how is this real life like (laughs) this is just absolutely crazy and then Um, You have these like gourmet meals when you're out there. And it's just, it's like, yeah, bucket list trip for sure. Super cool. Really cool. Super cool. Well, good to have you back. And it's going to be. It's good to be back. It was fun to do a show with two people again. Yeah. uh, Today on the show, we're going to talk about American Sign Language. We're going to talk about cannibalism. The potential for a new flag here in Calgary. The goat of drinking games. Sean has got one of the cooler etymologies that you've done in a while. Yeah. We cracked up pretty good a couple times. Uh. But but first, we might as well start here. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I have been completely away from anything that shows me the news. Uh, I was in this backcountry lodge where we didn't even have a TV. There was no way to access anything to the outside world. So I have to be honest, back, like I'm, I have no idea what's gone on around here in the last week. <laughs> It's a weird feeling, isn't it? Like it's a when, super weird feeling. When you're when you're like when you do a job like us, and you're so used to watching the news all the time, and then you don't know what's going on at all. And like being constantly updated on everything, like on social media, and I I have not a not a clue. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, could you fill me in on some things going on in the news? Is there anything that I've missed that's been big? Is that I mean, COVID? I, I assume saying, is COVID. still a thing. Yeah, it's just all it's all COVID. Okay, it's all COVID news. All of it. All um, right. well. I'm trying to think of anything big that happened when you were away. Uh, were you here when Quebec said that they were going to mandate the vaccine? Nope. Okay. Oh, so, that's a big one. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know where that's at right now, but they said they were going to start fining people who weren't vaccinated. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Which I never thought I would see in nope. Canada, but they're wow. going to be the first to do it. Okay. Um, what else? The city's looking for a new partner for the arena after the deal fell through. So okay. For many interested parties to. Yep. Um, so they've opened that up. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there are any other big stories. Like it was, I, I talked about this when you were gone, but even writing the newscast in the morning was so difficult because it's just COVID. Like eight of ten stories on the front pages of all these news outlets are COVID, and I was just like, I, I have to be honest I, with you, it's been, it was a little bit refreshing to oh, step away from that for a moment, like that. Yep. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, not that's having real to nice. constantly just see that word thrown at you every <laughs> everywhere you go. COVID. COVID! <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. I turned on the TV yesterday and People's Court was on again. Do you remember how we were making fun of the big boomy voice that People's Court has? And it's always funny because it's the 
it's the smallest claims, right? Like it's small claims court. And then you hear this voice that is the most intense voice you've ever heard in your life. And they're talking about things that really are inconsequential. Yeah, I forget what the example you played for us was, but it wasn't a lot of money that was up that was being fought over. Well, here's another. Just listen to this, okay? Listen to the voice and then what he's saying. You're just like, what? This is the defendant, Maggie. She says she's doing everything she can to remove the chicken coop. But the plaintiff is as impatient as they come, and sometimes these things take time. Like, just... They're talking about a chicken coop. Okay, I guess that but what happened is this woman was selling a chicken coop and then there were some other things that were supposed to come along with this coop to get off the property and Chickens. Maggie Maggie only took the chicken coop and didn't take the other stuff and there's this big they're suing because of this now. They're picking funny cases on purpose, aren't oh they? Oh my god, they must the be just coop. to make you laugh. But I was thinking I was like, you know, it's really fun to do that voice and to imitate it and I don't know if we want to give that a go again. Oh, it is a fun voice to do. You want to it's, go first? It kind of hurts to do it. It sure. does. But it I, does. What's the what are we? What's the argument over? Can it? Can I continue on the chicken coop? Yes, please train? do. Okay. Please do. Okay. Maggie was supposed to come get the chickens, but she didn't, and the chickens have crapped all over the yard. <laughs> Who's responsible for the cleaning bill? This is the people's court. <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed it so well. It's thinking, insane. I feel like, am I going too over the top? And it's still not as over the top as he goes. Well, it's just like, this is the plaintiff, Terry. He's mad that someone stole the dart butts out of his ashtray without asking. <laughs> Terry says they're worth $500 of tobacco left in those butts. Like, this is the people's court. <laughs> it hurts so bad. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. <laughs> Terry wasn't done smoking those yet. (laughs) (laughs) Neighbor Doug was just... (laughs) Neighbor Doug just wanted to clean up the mess. They were starting to smell like stale tobacco. But Terry wasn't done smoking. (laughs) That's fun. A few people messaged and said it's getting pretty close to Batman at the end there. And yeah, it sounds a lot like Christian Bale's Batman. It honestly does. And I think he has, oh man, I I think he has a blast doing that voice. Like you can tell he just (laughs) plays it up too. It's amazing. I have a blast doing it. I know. When you were away, Shauna, I was talking about, um, I thought it was maybe a TV trope, but in TVs, like on TV shows, sometimes like a father will refer to his son as son. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, son, you know, does anyone actually do that in real life? And I got a message from one woman, Jennifer, who said she does call her son, son. And, like, not jokingly either. Like, just said it kind of always felt natural. So I was like, okay. You never say daughter, though. You don't. My da- That never, ever. Come here, daughter. Yeah, no, my dad weird. had two daughters and never one. Come here, daughter. That is never what happened that's to That's very weird. Mm-mm. But I got this message from Josh that I wanted to read. And he said, I started calling my dad father. And he started calling me son when I was in grade 10. We were doing it 100% ironically as we thought it was funny to be so overtly proper. Yeah. When my dad would call after school, I would answer the call with a firm father. And he would reply, son. <laughs> in which we would instantly erupt in protest with any of my friends nearby. You call your dad father? What the hell? What the hell? Oh, that's good. Um, and he said the joke's stuck and he's 27 now and they still use it when they're on the phone. I love it. Uh, but Joss also wanted to give a shout out to his friend Donovan who turned him on to the podcast and the show. He said it's been an absolute favorite of his since. That's so, awesome. Shout out to Donovan. Thanks, shout Donovan. Out to Josh. And Josh. Really cool when you share this podcast with your friends and we grow the family. We get more Venus heads. Let's grow the piss cast. More piss. V and S in 20 minutes or less.
You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I turned on the TV yesterday and People's Court was on again. Do you remember how we were making fun of the big, boomy voice that People Court ha- or yeah. People's Court has? And it's always funny because it's the it's the smallest claims, right? Like it's small claims court. And then you hear this voice that is the most intense voice you've ever heard in your life. And they're talking about things that really are inconsequential. Yeah, I forget what the example you played for us was, but it wasn't a lot of money that was up that was being fought over. Well, here's another. Just listen to this, okay? Listen to the voice and then what he's saying. You're just like, what? <laughs> This is the defendant, Maggie. She says she's doing everything she can to remove the chicken coop. But the plaintiff is patient as they come, and sometimes these things take time. Like, just... They're talking about a chicken coop. Okay, I guess that, but what happened is this woman was selling a chicken coop, and then there were some other things that were supposed to come along with this coop to get off the property, and Maggie, Maggie only took the chicken coop and didn't take the other stuff, and there's this big... They're suing because of this now. They're picking funny cases on purpose, aren't they? Oh, my God. They must be just to make you laugh. But I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's really fun to do that voice and to imitate it. And I don't know if we want to give that a go again. Oh, it is a fun voice to do. You want to go first? It kind of hurts to do it. It does. It does. What's the the argument over? Can can I continue on the chicken coop? Yes, please do. Please do. Okay. Maggie was supposed to come get the chickens. But she didn't, and the chickens have crapped all over the yard. Who's responsible for the cleaning bill? This is the people's court. You nailed it. You nailed it so well. It's insane. I feel like, am I going too over the top? And it's still not as over the top as he goes. Well, it's just like, this is the plaintiff, Terry. He's mad that someone stole the dart butts out of his ashtray without asking. Terry says they're worth $500 of tobacco left in those butts. Like, this is the people's court. <laughs> it hurts so bad. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. The Toronto is, they got absolutely pummeled with a snowstorm, hey? Yeah. I'm sure you, you're from there, so I'm sure you saw lots of the posts. Oh, so, yeah. Um, I saw a headline this morning that people were stranded on one of the major freeways there for eight hours. And that was they said it, they said they were still stranded, and that headline was from hours ago. So I don't know what the situation is like now. Oh boy! Uh, yesterday though, was it du- on the four hundred one? Might have been. It was one of the four hundreds there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yesterday, Dougie Ford though the premier, he geared up and he went out to help stuck and stranded motorists. He gave rides. He helped dig people out. And God bless him. That you was know? the big story of the day. On top of the yeah. the storm was that Dougie was out there. I mean, it's a strong Canadian move to go out and help people in a storm like that. Mm-hmm. But then he, he made some boneheaded mistakes. Like, he did a FaceTime with CP24, one of the news channels there, while he was driving. So, like, you can clearly see he's holding his phone, like, down by his leg. Oh, come on. Well, and then... But Beckler, he's, he's, like, so busy helping Canadians that he simply doesn't have time to do the call with, without driving to the next exactly it. place he's, to get scoop somebody out. Someone needs Doug. Somebody's unstuck. And then the channel, when they realized that he was actually driving, they cut the feed. They're like, oh. oh so God. And then, I mean, people were upset that he, he was given a ride to a dude and neither of them had masks on. And it's like, okay, well, that seems like pretty weak criticism. Yeah. I mean, given what, what was happening. I've always wondered, too, like, there's footage of him helping, and I don't know if, like, who took it? Like, were, was it the people he was helping who took it, or was it, like, did he bring a, his press team with him to get 
this oh. great footage, and because then it's not as cool. No, it's n- not as cool. But he, he remember back at the beginning of the pandemic, there was footage of him too, like hand bombing water off of back right. of a truck and stuff. So Dougie likes to get it. He's he's he he's a his, man of the people. He gets hey, hands dirty. Yeah, he yeah. likes to get in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking if our premier showed up to help dig me out, I'd be like, eh, I think I got it, man. <laughs> Can I help you out? Or? Oh, thank God. It's it's Jason Kenny. He's here to help dig me out. Oh. <laughs> Some big strong man comes to help oh. dig me out. Oh. It's like it's like when it's I had Jason those move, movers that were ancient men that were injured and I was like, actually I'll I'll move my own furniture cuz you need a I'm little I'm worried about you. Worried about you a little it's bit. Like, I got I I got this. Don't I, mean, I think I'm good. I appreciate I, I appreciate the offer. The gesture's but. nice, but... <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I was thinking about the term two shakes of a lamb's tail yesterday. It's an odd one. And yep. I was kind of like, where did this come from? Uh, and I, I learned that it actually started as two shakes of a dead lamb's tail. It means to be like to do something quickly, right? Yes, like I'll be there what, in two shakes of a lamb's tail. It means quickly. Yep, okay. Yep. Or some people even have shortened it now to just two shakes. I'll be there in two shakes, just okay. meaning I'll be there really quickly. So it started as two shakes of a dead lamb's tail? Yes. And the meaning then was completely different. It actually meant never. And the point was that, well, a, a lamb would never wave its tail if it was dead. Mm. So then it was... That's why that meant that. Okay. It's then documented as two shakes of a lamb's tail in the way we know it now in this book from 1840. And it's kind of, it's meaning changed from there. Just gained popularity from that book back in 1840. What I found most interesting about all of this, though, is that a shake is an actual measurement of time. And it became an official measurement of time during World War II. And it was the top secret operations of the Manhattan Project, which produced the first nuclear weapons then. And they took the word shake from this idiom and they used it to represent 10 nanoseconds. Really? 10 nanoseconds is a shake? It's a shake. And why was that figure important to them? Well, I guess 10 nanoseconds is frequently seen in the measurement and calculations of nuclear bombs. And it's the amount of time required for one step in a reaction. So one step in a chain reaction is one shake. It's 10 nanoseconds. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that so is super cool. That's what they took it from, and I guess I don't know because they wanted to have some more code words and stuff involved. They they used shake, and now it's an official measurement that nuclear bomb producers still use to this day. Apparently, like if you're doing that type of thing, you still use the term shake to represent ten nanoseconds. And it's quicker than saying ten nanoseconds. Ten nanoseconds, yes. So. Uh, and then a chain reaction is t- typically fifty to a hundred shakes. Okay. So that's kind of how the calculations go but there you go that is so i had no idea no i know so, it all comes from the saying two shakes of a lamb two shakes tail, of lamb's tail initially a dead lamb meaning it's never going to happen yeah wow okay hey, that's a cool one vulgar visual too. <laughs> etymology with shauna vns in 20 minutes or less so my son bowie's seven he's taking some spanish this year yeah he's coming home with all these great spanish words it's so funny to hear like your kids speak a different language it's amazing you that you don't speak my How's your Spanish? Awful. Yeah. Ter- mine's terrible. Cerveza. <laughs> Uno cerveza, por amigo, favor. por favor. Yeah. That is, that's the Spanish that I know. Mm-hmm. That and the lyrics to Vamos a la Playa by Miranda. I don't know if you know that song. Vamos a la playa, a mi me gusta bailar. You know that one? No. No? Actually. One of the hot dance tracks of 1999. Wow. Yeah. That's there was it. some Latin flair going on back then. Oh, yeah. Thanks to guys like... 
Enrique. Of course. So I know those. I know those Spanish oh, words too. Oh yeah, yeah, Shakira. <laughs> you got some Shakira? No, I, I'll get some for oh. you though. I know. I just was thinking about now. You're giving me Which, flashbacks. Yeah, I mean there was a real boom of like Latin influenced music there for a while. Oh, wasn't there ever? Oh, we have an ad here. That's okay. Not gonna, forget it. Forget it. You can think of Shakira in her head though. You know. Bailamos translates to either we dance or let's dance. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of songs about dancing. Mm-hmm. I would not make a good Latin American or a good Spaniard. I don't like to dance. No. So, and apparently, and those we hips dance. don't lie. Okay, so her hips still don't lie. I, they don't. They oh, they're very truthful hips. Told the lie. They are. They are the Abe Lincoln. The <laughs> honest Abe Lincoln of the hips world. They are the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I was on a ski trip over the past week, which, uh, well, of course, involves a fair amount of drinking games that went on, mm-hmm. uh, especially as we were in this remote lodge with no television or res- re- you know reception to anything. So we were playing quite a few. Got me thinking about the goat of drinking games. Goat of drinking games. The greatest oh. drinking game of all time. And this is a bit of a tough one because when you think about it, a lot of the drinking games that you might be familiar with now aren't that old, right? And I was going to say. A lot of the time you go back to the OG, kind of date back to the very original drinking game when you when you talk about the goat. There aren't a whole lot. No. So it's almost two separate questions. Like, what's the OG of drinking games and what's the goat? Yeah. Now, because... Yeah. We don't, you go ahead. What were, what were you going to say? Well, Let's I was going to the say there's there's like the games of, you know, flip cup and beer pong, right? Yep. Which, I mean, I would they be the most commonly played? I think beer pong might be the goat these days just because it's so big. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, and when you think other... of drinking games, that is exactly where your head goes first. You can get like, you have an actual beer pong table. You have a, I do. a collapsible aluminum table that didn't you're look right. like it was cheap. No. Specifically for beer pong. So. It is very true. But then when I think about when we were growing up, like when we were teenagers, we used to play sociables all the time. Yes. And sociables is kind of whatever you want it to be. It is. So, and it's basic because it only involves a deck of cards, right? So you don't really need much else outside that's right. of that. It's so, just it's a framework for mm-hmm. whatever you want to do on top of it. Yeah, it's, you can make all the rules. You can alter it yourself and lattice. personalize it. So, yeah. What else would even be in the conversation? Quarters? Oh, quarters, yeah. Quarters goes way back, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be... King's Cup is a version kind of of sociables, though, right? Like, is that where you all pour into the same cup? You pour and then it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, because you got one, you got your wine friend at the party. Yeah, it's who so nasty. wine. Yeah, and then the weird straight Jack Daniels that gets poured, and you're like, what is going on That's here? super gross, yeah. That's the grossest drinking game of all time. Yeah, I'd say, oh, quarters is good too. I was yeah, quarters, sociables, beer pong. Those are all in the conversation. But these days, it might have to be beer pong just because of how big it is. Like if yeah. you think about American college campuses, mm-hmm. where probably the most liquor is consumed. Yeah, it's got to be beer pong. There. It would be beer pong for sure. Yeah. Uh, also, I was looking up ancient drinking games, and they're actually... You say ancient funny. Ancient. I do say You put it. a K in I there. put ancient. Ancient. Yeah, instead of ancient. Any, an, an, ancient. 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 Nope. An, I can't, I ancient. can't not do it. It's kind of stuck in my throat there. Ancient. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. <laughs> ancient. No, no, I know, but I, I it just got ancient. We'll work on this later. Uh, <laughs> 
You and I have a little project for today. Sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, there's there's one drinking game that used to be played, I don't know, thousands of years ago. And apparently the people would sit around in a room and fling the dredges of wine from their leftover glasses and try and hit a disc across the room. Okay, so this goes way back. And this is, this is in ancient times. No, not that one either. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Did you see this proposal for a new flag for Calgary? I just did, yeah. So there's this graphic designer in town named John Vickers, and he and a team of about a dozen other volunteers, they've come up with this idea for a new flag. Yeah. So the flag we have right now, if you can picture it in your head, it's it's red, it's a red field, and then it's got a white sea, and there's a ca- white cowboy hat inside the sea. Yeah. And this flag is from 1983, it's not a flag you see used all that often. No. Like, it's not prominently displayed here, I I, I wouldn't say. Mm-mm. And it's kind of a bit hokey. I was going to say. It's it's it's. It's not a fine. bad It's not a bad flag. It's just, you. yeah, it looks a little little hokey. Like, I don't know if I'd put that on a shirt or anything, no. right? So, yeah. Um, so this new flag that they've designed, they're calling it the Confluence flag. And it's... A white field, it's got a red triangle on the left, and then it has six blue lines converging into triangles toward the right side. And it's supposed to represent the Bow and Elbow Rivers intersecting on the prairies. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then the fact that there's six lines represent, I think, the five Treaty 7 territories and, or the Treaty 7 nations, and then the Métis people. So that makes for the six lines. And I think I think it's very well done, this flag. I think it's way better than the flag that we have right now. Yep. You know that I have a slight interest in vexillology. I was about to say so. you're a big nerd in vexillology. <laughs> so it makes sense. It's funny, though, because the colors they chose to use are very close to the colors of the flag of Chicago. Mm-hmm. The white, red, and light blue. Yeah. And I was when I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, that's kind of got a bit of a Chicago vibe. And Chicago is is sort of famous for their their flag is very well known for being one of the better flags and a flag that people in the city have really adopted. And when I read this article with John Vickers, the guy who designed this one, he said that, you know, that he pointed to Chicago's flag as one that they admired. So I was like, okay, so they clearly had a little bit of inspo from yeah, Chicago. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is the type of flag that I think you would see all over the place if we had it. I think you would see it pop up in different designs. Yeah. And that people might be more proud to display yeah i mean it's definitely more abstract it's not as you know obviously calgary with the whole <laughs> cowboy the hat and, and the, the sea which you know makes you it pretty unmistakable like this this one would be a little more you know uh <laughs> abstract in that way but yeah I, I agree it's it's awesome yeah and i think like you know if, if we're trying to show the world that calgary is more than just the cowboy theme mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a bad move. It's true. Yeah. And it's not like the like the, the red flag with the cowboy hat goes back so far that we couldn't possibly disrupt tradition. I think No. I don't I'll if you want to see a picture of this new flag, I'll send you a photo of it. I can text it to you, but I think it's way better. And yeah. I would totally be on board if we moved to that. Mm-hmm. BNS in twenty minutes or less. We were talking about the name Hannibal recently and how it's it's kind of permanently ruined thanks to Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. I think, and Hannibal Lecter. And then it got me thinking about do you remember talking a lot more about cannibalism growing up? I remember hearing about it for sure. Like, like not almost, like instances of it, but no. it's that it was just this like horrible thing, right? Yeah. Like I feel like we went through a bit of a, a fad where cannibalism was was taught. It's kind of like quicksand yeah. for me. Like growing up, where it seemed like something that was a, a bit more common than it really is. Right. You know? yeah. Like you hear about it a lot as a kid, be like, wow, yeah. Well, clearly. 
a lot of people are cannibals. That's weird. <laughs> and I got that. I was like, why is that? Like, why was that a face? Isn't that a creepy thing to have as a face? Yeah. Was it? I mean, did it have to do with the movie? Maybe. Was it inspired? Like, yeah. is that why it occupied such a prominent place in our consciousness? Despite like there not being very many real credible instances of cannibalism throughout history. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like there's it's... the odd like, you know remote tribe that was rumored to but whether or not that actually took place and then like you know the odd shipwreck yeah or something oh. um and then like outlier cases like jeffrey dahmer and stuff but still not not real common i don't think not really common and then as a kid i remember just being a little frightened about the fact that people used to eat each other i was like oh i gotta watch out for that very strange i did read about how i guess there was a fad in i think it was italian film where they actually came out with like 12 or 13 cannibal movies in between the 70s and 80s okay well there's one that i've heard about and yes it's like it's always talked about online as being like one of the most shocking films ever made interesting and, and it I had to do with the, cannibals on an island somewhere i didn't recognize any of the names of these films but perhaps uh that there that was what spun off more of these cannibal okay films and maybe we were kind of just getting the the shock wave of that i don't know but so italian film went through a bit of a cannibal moment we had spaghetti westerns space. yep and we had Italian cannibal movies. Yeah. I mean, one seems a little more light than the other, you know? Would you try human, Shauna? No. Given given the right circumstances, would you try human? Like if some gourmet chef was like, it's going to taste delicious. I was thinking more like you had no choice. Oh, if I had no choice. Well, you were stranded somewhere and it was like, I either I either take a bite out of this or, dead fella or I, or I die. If desperation calls for it, I'd probably... Yeah, I could probably wrap my head around it, too. Take a bite. You know, I just fry it up real good and make it look like chicken. And then just... <laughs> tastes like chicken, right? Tastes like chicken. We're safe. We're like good. Chicken. We're good. DNS in 20 minutes or less. We got chatting over the weekend about what song played in the dressing room when you played hockey growing up. Oh, okay. And I thought yeah. that was kind of fun. I never played hockey growing up, so I couldn't really contribute to this, but I was listening to my friends, and they had some funny ones. Like, uh, one friend was a goalie, and she played this song right here. Oh, hang on a second. Not working. There you go. Try now. Eh, try now. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, makes sense, right? <laughs> As a girl goalie, For I was sure. like, that one makes like, sense. Are you talking in her headphones? That's what the team listened to. That's what, okay. So for her, it was what she listened to in her headphones to okay. get herself geared up. But then another friend was talking about what he would listen to in the dressing room as a whole. And this was what their team was listening to. <laughs> Which I was like, that seems like an odd choice to me a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, not what I would have expected. No. Although I, then you get thinking about it, and I was like, you even hear what the NHL teams and like the wind songs that they play, and it's never what you expect. It's no. always something really strange like that. Maybe it has some like special meaning to the team or something. Yeah, I, I suppose so, yeah. I think what we listen to, like, there would always be one kid on the team. Someone on the team had to own a JVC Kaboom. I don't, I don't know if you remember that stereo. Yep. But it came with like a strap. I it was it was like that. cylindrical. Yep. And it pumped pretty good. So someone would bring that. Okay. Um, and and then it would just vary. Like, yeah. And when we were younger, I mean, this was kind of the song. When we were really young. Of course. Yep. I mean, and then it's classic. A, classic. Yeah. I think it was like the whole Jock Jams record. Right? Of course. <laughs> and yep. then as, uh, as I got older, I played on this one team right before I quit hockey. Part of the reason I quit hockey. And they were just like hoodlums like the team no one was there to play hockey everyone was there to fight 
it was it wasn't a hockey team. It was a circus. Oh my god! And it god. was nothing but like gangster rap in the dressing room. Okay. And yeah. Like I'm. It was not a good year. You just roll in there and be like, like, oh, oh, my God. Here we go. Would that pump you up or that just get you angry? I'm ready to fight. (laughs) You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.